Welcome to Autonomous Unity on the Solidarity with Autonomy Network, the SWAN. Uh, we are picking up today the discussion of Tradition 12. Uh, we uh, just did the prayer off uh, with previous to the recording, so if that's something you're used to hearing and you want to hear it, uh, you can click on the previous uh, 12 Traditions podcast, and it will be at the beginning of that. Uh, otherwise, we will pick up where we left off very long ago uh, with... Uh, answering these questions. A lot of these may or may not have been answered along the way. Uh, I originally had said, let's just uh, scrap this and then everybody uh, get together. You know, we can discuss what hasn't uh, been answered, but uh, you know what? We're just going to pick up where we left off for now and see where this thing goes. Uh, the last question we answered was, how does your group apply the spiritual principle of anonymity within each tradition? Uh, and we actually went through tradition by tradition. Uh, so that took quite a while to get through. The next question is, how does your home group apply the principle of, see, the principle of principles before personalities uh, in all their affairs? Uh, and maybe I, uh, I was going to say read the twelfth tradition. I'm, I'm going to recite it, and if I, uh, I don't think I should misquote it at all. But if, if anybody knows it, let me misquote a word or two. Uh, feel free to jump in or, or correct me afterward, but tradition is 12 is anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all our traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Uh, so that uh, that actually dovetails kind of nicely. Uh, the, the last question talks about what is anonymity, and the very next part of the tradition says ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. So the question I'm going to open it up to the floor is how does your home group apply the principle of principles before personalities uh, in all their affairs? Uh, and um, in all their affairs is actually uh, not uh, the exact wording of this tradition, but uh, it, it is implied there. We go without saying that uh, we apply principles before personalities in all our affairs. Uh, so I'm going to open it up to the floor. If nobody jumps in in the next five or ten seconds, I'll go ahead and Go first. The uh, floor is open. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. Chubbs, I'm an addict. Um, you know, we're, we're kind of discussing this before we, we started. Uh, I, I'm going to get into how our group uh, has uh, done this. Um, I want to tell a, kind of a little story. There's a member of our group who uh, reads a, a, a book that's particular to his religion. Uh, he's a guy that I like to talk to about the traditions all the time. Uh, he's, he's got a lot of clean time. Um, I was going to say he's been around longer than me. He actually hasn't. He's been in the program less time than me, but he's still been around uh, quite a while by, by the standards of the area that we're in, and he's uh, older than me biologically. And he's one of these guys that he just has a lot of wisdom. Um, I, I actually sponsored him for a time and, and would always wonder why I was his sponsor <laughs> because he had a lot more more uh, seemed like life experience and knowledge and wisdom than me. Uh, but uh, he was talking to me one day about reading in this religious book, and I can't remember what, what, what the question he had was, um, but it had something to do with somebody else, and 
and other people and, and the way they might take this book. And he's one of these guys that he talks to his, his higher power, and he doesn't hear the answers, but he gets answers in his heart. He has, he has actual conversations with his, his, his God. And uh, he said, you know, God said to me, don't you know I wrote that just for you? And he's like, what do you mean? He said, God said, that's not for anybody but you. I wrote that just for you. And when it comes to the traditions uh, and our responsibility for them, and particularly this one, um, God wrote this just for me. Uh, when it comes to principles before personalities, and I'm not going to sidestep the question because there is a way that, that groups apply this, but the only way this tradition works uh, is when I place principles before personalities. And, and I'm just going to say it here. We do this in our fellowship all the time, and I'm not talking about Nas people. I'm talking about everybody, and I watch traditionalists do this to Nas people. I watch Nas people do it to traditionalists, and it makes me sick. I watch traditionalists do it to each other, to each other all the time, especially on social media uh, when I have the stomach to actually get on there and, and wade through that muck. Uh, but it's always, here's what this person did, um, Here's, you know, sometimes it's something political within the fellowship. Sometimes it's a, a disagreement on, on a spiritual principle. But here's what here's what you're doing, or here's what this person's doing, and they need to place principles before personalities, or you're not placing principles before personalities. The minute I weaponize this tradition, uh, or make it a tool for my political agenda, I personally am outside of it. That that tradition is not written for you. It's written for me, uh, and I'm going to put it as bluntly as I did for before the podcast. Uh, that tradition is reminding me that it's time for me to shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> and that's, that's basically what it is. It, it's, it's not about placing – it's not about you placing principles before my personality uh, and bowing down to my political agenda. We all think we're right. I don't think there's a person in the history of Narcotics Anonymous who, when discussing these traditions with another addict and, and having a disagreement, isn't 100% convinced, at least in the beginning, that my point of view is right and yours is wrong. And, and it tends to get used as this, there's no other way to, this, this weapon. You need to place principles before personality. You're not agreeing with me, so you need to shut up and place principles before personalities. And it's the opposite. You're not agreeing with me. I'm getting angry. It's time for me to shut up and, and place principles before personalities and not accuse you of doing that. Uh, as soon as I accuse you of doing that, I'm weaponizing this tradition. Literally, I am turning this into a tool for my agenda. Uh, and, and so this tradition has to start with me. They all actually literally have to start with the individual. The individual, and then a lot of these are specifically for the groups. Uh, but when we get past traditions eight and nine, now we're dealing with traditions that, that deal with... Uh, well, eight and nine start dealing with service structures, but we're dealing with traditions that apply at the personal level, at the group level, and at the level of the tools of Narcotics Anonymous as well. Um, uh, so you, we, we've talked in other traditions about not being able to, uh, well, I'm uh, acting as a trusted servant or I'm acting as an employee, as a special worker, so uh, this tradition doesn't apply to me if we know the way these traditions are set up and, and the reason that they're in the order that they're in. Uh, you know, it actually most definitely does apply to the tools. All these traditions do, even even though the tools don't have the same rights as the groups. Um, 
or the same authority or, or responsibility even. The groups have most of the responsibility as well. But, but when it comes down to it, if, if I as an individual cannot act accordingly, and, and this traditional kind of brings us full circle uh, back to tradition, uh, tr tradition one, um, where unity is paramount. And, and again, um, that unity is not about uh, um, conformity or uniformity or any of that. That, that unity is 100% about me saying, okay, what's best for the group? Not what's not not my group saying. Um, NA as a whole has voted, and so we need to capitulate and get conform. It's about me putting aside my personal opinions and saying, okay, uh, you know, what's best for the group. And the early writings, we've been through this, the early writings all talk about the group level, be, and you go, well, why don't they expand that to services? Because the, there was, the early writings in our fellowship and, and the predecessors, they had no concept of, of this beyond the group level because those tools were not part of the fellowship. The fellowship was at the group level. That's why it never went beyond that. But this reminds me that, hey, uh, um, this unity we're talking about uh, and, and this anonymity being the spiritual foundation of all our traditions, uh, that, that's a personal responsibility for me. Principles before personalities is all about me putting aside my ego. And it's not saying don't stand up for what you believe in. It's not saying abandon the traditions. Uh, but it is saying there's a time and a place and and that for me to criticize other people openly uh that's not what this this fellowship is about and and it's we find this in daily life with anything um if i approach you with uh anger i'm not going to con convert you to my point of view uh, if I approach you with love and, and empathy and understanding, I've got a lot better chance of you actually listening to me. And if I actually listen to you, uh, you know, um, and I know I'm being really long-winded on this one, so, but it, it starts with the individual. Uh, then when we get down to the groups, if I'm practicing this uh, as an individual, uh, when we're talking about how does, how does the group apply principles before personalities, um, this is where we can get into uh, take it back to, to – other traditions and uh, tradition four, you know, and, and things like that, and group autonomy and accepting matters affecting other groups or NA as a whole. And and I've, I've said before, anonymity. This we always in meetings, we, we a lot of meetings will chant principles before personalities, and this is read, and we don't realize the crux of this this tradition is is. The anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all our traditions. And that last part just brings us back full circle and reminds us about our unity and removing my own ego. And like I said, unfortunately, a lot of times that gets misinterpreted. But then when we're dealing with something like Tradition 4 and our group is autonomous, well, how do we handle this? Uh, well, uh, uh, we don't agree with what 99% of the groups are doing with literature. So do we have to do what they're doing? No. Uh, we're still autonomous. Is what we're doing affecting other groups or NA as a whole? And that's where we realize we don't force ourselves on other groups. It is kind of odd. It goes right back to, to what I was saying before about uh, I cannot use this. To, I, well, I can do whatever the hell I want. That's why they're traditions and not enforceable rules. But if I want to stay within these traditions and these, these undeniable spiritual principles, 
uh, I can't force things on you. I can't, uh, I can't say you need to place principles before personalities, and that's where the home, group that we, the home groups that we belong to, we realize, okay, we can educate these other groups to our position, but we, we tell them here's what we're going to do and here's why, and here's why we believe in the traditions, and we don't force our agendas on them. Um, and, and, and that's where we realize that, that and again, we, I don't mean to rehash old traditions, but when we realize what tradition four actually means, and it's not about majority rule, it's about one group not forcing anything on other groups. This, this comes down to me not, not forcing myself on you or, or me not, uh, not making, we're having a, 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 I want to say a disagreement about literature or, or distribution of literature or, or whatever, and, and I've seen recently stuff that's making me sick just within the traditionalist movement unfold uh, where we're using this tradition to bash each other and, and you're not placing principles before personalities and you don't understand. And, and, and the reality is, like I said, in the end, it, it's fine, do what you're going to do, I'm going to do what I'm going to do, and let's not criticize each other. Uh, we know what the disagreement is. Uh, when we're both capable of putting principles before personalities, maybe we discuss this. Uh, and, and when we are able to do this, you know, like I said, I've, I've said on this podcast many times that uh, my opinions, not even opinions, my understanding of certain traditions has changed uh, when I'm able to put that ego aside and say, okay, what am I really being told? What do these traditions say? Uh, anytime this has been a benefit to me, it, it's never when I can get you to realize that, oh, you need to put principles before personalities, it's when I realize I need to put, put principles before personalities. I need to set my own ego aside. And, uh, you know, this is going to dovetail into another one, but um, regardless of how I really feel about these gender-specific meetings, because it was something that I was very much in favor of, uh, what do our traditions really say and why do they say it? And uh, my understanding of the traditions changed uh, when I realized I, I have to do mental gymnastics to enforce my opinion. Um, and I know that's a really long-winded answer, but it has to start with us. God wrote these traditions for you specifically uh, when, when, I, when you're reading these. So God wrote these for me specifically. It's not for me to force these traditions on anybody else. It's for me to apply them myself. And when I do that, then my group can do that. When everybody in the group is doing that, then as a group, we can do this as an extension, a natural extension. It goes back to that collective 11 step we often talk about uh, with regard to tradition two and that group conscience. When everybody's doing a collective 11 step, everything, every, it, it's, it's my, every tradition is rooted in tradition 12. And the last one, Anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all our traditions and everything we talk about. And, and when we find the answer to what does this tradition mean, and it's so simple and right there in our faces, it, can, it, it goes right back to Tradition 12 and practicing that anonymity. And I cannot practice anonymity if I'm telling you what to do. My group cannot practice anonymity if we're criticizing your home group or telling your home group what to do. We can't practice anonymity when we say here's the spiritual principles that we're trying to follow here's why we're going to do it and with all due respect we're going to we're going to do our thing we love you feel free to participate with us or ask for our support uh, but we're going to we're going to do our own thing and go our own way because that's what we're being told uh, by the loving god that directs our group and i don't know if all that is clear as mud and i probably talked way too long but 
I'm not going to apologize for that shit because fuck it, that's what's in my heart. So I want to open this back up, and I'm sure there's probably people that got much more clear and concise answers than me. And if somebody disagrees with me, that definitely doesn't mean I'm right. Uh, I'm just a dude with a lot of opinions. So the floor is, is back open again. Thanks, Chubbs. I'm an actor named Eric. Eric. Um, Eric. Yeah, you you hit it right on the head. Uh, you know, when you went back to group conscience, and I think that that's exactly where I was going to talk about with the, you know, the only way for us to practice principles before personalities as a group is uh, to to make sure that we're actually having a group conscience, to make sure that we're actually talking about having. Um, how our traditions affect everything we do and uh, how uh, placing that principles before personalities. Um, you know, without a true group conscience, then we can't practice principles before personalities. Even if you have a what you call a group conscience, but it's one addict uh, um, forcing their way, even if that addict is right. That's not practicing principles before personality. You know, um, how how do we react when somebody has questions? How do we react when, um, you know, because when when there is a disagreement, you know, this is, you know, these are the things that uh, we have to take looks at and and to practice these principles in all our affairs. You know. Um, you know, I, I think that as long as we can do that, and that, and as individuals, we have to take responsibility. That's, uh, and as a group, we come together and, you know, we practice all 12 traditions, you know, starting with the unity um, and, and learning about group conscience and uh, and growing from there, you know. But what happens if, if we uh, take a step back in, in anything, you know? Um, all of a sudden, we're not... Pro- practicing principles before personalities. Anytime we put our thoughts and our feelings ahead of the group, we're not not practicing principles before personalities. Um, You know, it it can get uh, frustrating, you know, when when people don't understand things and you try to explain things and uh, you try to... uh, um, Take the time, and, you know, I, I think that that's really a huge thing. And let's face it, addicts also, um, it takes a while before addicts are willing to let go of their ego. You know, um, all of us have the gift of being able to let go of our ego right away. Um, but I can tell you I haven't seen one single addict that came in the doors and gave up their ego right away. You know, um, and, and that's where we have so many issues with this practicing principles before personalities and, uh, um, you know, we have to surrender our egos. Um, you know, as a home group, a lot of the last couple podcasts, uh, we talked about how we apply these principles in all our affairs. And, uh, that's really, if we are able to apply these principles in all our affairs, that's how we practice these principles you know, practice principle of principles before personalities. That's how we do it. Um, you know, if if we go outside of that, then we're not. So I'm excited to hear what other people have to share, and that's all I got. 
Thanks, Eric. I knew somebody could put it much more succinctly than I did. Yeah, I, I love how you just brought it right down to, you know, the only way our group does this, or, or maybe not the only way, uh, however you phrase it, but the way our group does this is to actually have a real group conscience where we're getting ego out of the way. It, you know, that that is pretty much the answer. How how can any home group do that? It's, it's to practice true group conscience. Uh, Anyway, again, I, I'm excited if anybody else on the line has anything to say. Uh, please feel free. Floor is open. Yeah, I just wanted to say that I uh, enjoyed listening to you guys, and I agree with the uh, by doing a real group conscience, having that format, you give all the members a chance to put principles before personalities and start practicing that. Doesn't mean it happens all the time, but for me, uh, when we started doing group conscious, I found out uh, I started learning how to do that, how to uh, how to uh, not make decisions based on ego or or time, uh, take the time and uh, go over it with others and uh, go over it as a group and uh, uh, yeah. So I I like what you guys both said about it's a personal thing to practice, but uh, in a group we can give everybody a chance to start doing that by by doing a real group conscience. Yeah, that's what I got. Thank you. Thanks, Bruce. That's Mr. Harmon, right? Or did you want yeah. to remain anonymous, caller? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it should not have been so presumptuous. That may or may not be an addict named Herman from. A land far away from the United States. Um, <laughs> yeah, do you have anything, brother? Anybody else want to add anything? All right. So uh, this brings us to uh, question seven. Uh, is the 12th tradition maintained when groups have meetings that are gender-specific or any other specified meeting? And wow, now this is where I get to be a hypocrite because I just talked about it's time for me to shut the fuck up when we're practicing these traditions. But this is a legitimate question, and and so you know people will take this in this in the spirit that uh, these are people talking on here about our understanding of the traditions. Uh, and anybody who has a, a difference of opinion, feel free to participate in the next podcast. We uh, will be happy to come back to this and give anybody the floor who wants it. But. Um, you know, my understanding of the traditions, my opinion as well as my understanding of the traditions is is um, no, uh, it, 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 in the simplest form that I can answer that. Um, and, and Eric and I, uh, well, we'd all talked about this, but uh, I'd argued, well, we were talking about personality, and I was saying, well, that's, that's something based on biology. But when we, Eric had made a good point, and when we come into these gender-specific, when I go to a men's meeting, and I've been to them, I walk in, I want to be around personalities that are more like mine. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not trusting in the traditions. I want to have a safe place that I can share as a man, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and again, I, I am somebody who who believed in gender-specific meetings especially for many, many years and, and would argue this with other traditionalists. And, and all I had to stand on when they would quote the traditions was, yeah, but. Um, here's something that's more important, and it's something that we need to be conscious of and, and something that we, we can't lie about to ourselves and, and say isn't a problem within our fellowship. Uh, you know, there are addicts who have been raped by 
it, mostly women who have been raped by men, but there are men who have been raped by men. There are men who have been raped by women. Uh, and uh, we can get into the arguments about how can that happen, blah, blah, blah. It, it happened to me when I was a child. Um, I know for a fact that one can happen. Um, but that said, uh, you know, I always had this idea of, of we need to have a safe place for these addicts to go. I've, I've known men uh, that were more comfortable in women's meetings, and, and believe it or not, the area that I was in, those women's meetings were very accommodating and wel welcoming of those men. Um, <clears throat> but at the same time, that's usually not what happens uh, I, with these gender-specific meetings. And even if it was, it, it, it's, it's, to me it is outside the traditions. Uh, and we've talked on other podcasts. You'd have to go back and, and, and listen to other podcasts. But, but when we're talking about... Uh, gender-specific meetings. There are other ways that, that we can make this fellowship safe, and, and if we're doing our, 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 our due diligence as home group members. Um, but, but that's always been a very difficult one for me because there, there is this overarching um, wanting to, to have a safe place for people to come, for all addicts to come, not just women. And the traditions, honestly, they don't allow for us to have meetings that cater to anything but the addict, period. Not any specific class or type of addict, just the addict. And, and that that's a rough one. It, the experience that I personally had wasn't me wanting a space safe, uh, a safe space. I don't know if I've ever given the details of it on this podcast, but I'm going to now. Um, I was going through a situation in my early recovery where uh, a female that I had been involved with uh, was going to have an abortion, um, and I'm not trying to kick up any political dust. I was um, very much of the feeling that she was going to kill my baby, and I'm not calling women who, who have had abortions baby killers. I'm talking about my personal emotion, and this is why um, I didn't want to go into a, a general meeting and talk about this. I end up going to a men's retreat. I didn't want to come in and talk about the way I was feeling and have any of my NA sisters feel like I was calling them murderers or judging them for a decision that they had made um, because I knew regardless of, of the way I felt about what was going on in my life. Uh, yeah, and, and what I didn't realize is, is I don't need to spill everything on a meeting. Um, and I had discussed this with my sponsor at length. I still felt like I needed to, to talk about it. Uh, but at the same time, would I have gotten through that without having to spill it on a meeting? Yeah, could I have gotten a bunch of guys together without calling it in a meeting and said, hey, guys, yeah, I, I want to talk. I, I, I surely could have. We could have had – I went to a men's retreat that was a camp out. We could have had uh, – um, a bunch of dudes who happened to be members of Narcotics Anonymous, we could have had a camp out that same weekend without announcing it in the NA meetings and had the same people show up and, and dudes get together and, and be able to talk as dudes if that's what I needed, but that's not Narcotics Anonymous. Uh, and, again, I'm not trying to be, be harsh or critical of anybody who disagrees, but, but uh, I always tend to make these things more um, convoluted, I guess, than they need to be. But, but the simple answer is, is I, I personally don't believe that uh, – we're staying within principles before personalities when we're catering to anything but just the addict, period, end of discussion. Um, now, that said, does that mean that one of these groups can't get together and have a real group conscience or that they can't uh, 
still practice this principle. I, yeah, I, things aren't always so black and white. Is that outside the traditions to have those means? I definitely believe it is, but but it, it's not always um, we're outside the traditions on this issue, so they can't practice this personality at all. That's ridiculous. That's black and white thinking. That's addict bullshit. Just because a, a particular group is outside the traditions, in in my opinion, uh, on on a specific issue with with regard to even what their group consists of, doesn't mean as a group that they can't still practice principles before personalities in in, in everything else. Uh, you know, there's a literature dispute. Does that mean that group can't practice? principles before personalities with, with regard to the literature dispute? Of course not. As addicts, though, uh, and me personally, I'm, I'm definitely guilty of this. It's always black or white. It's always right or wrong. It's always you're with me or against me. And, and for, for me to be right, you have to be 100% wrong. And I, I think it's why, as traditionalists, we get it in each other's throats so much and can't unify and and move forward on, on, on something. And, and uh, some people say fight Nas. I prefer ignore Nas. Uh, but it, it's, it's a big part of the reason why we can't ever seem to, to as traditionalists, stop fighting amongst each other. Uh, <laughs> because we have this idea of, for me to be right, you have to be totally wrong. Or for me to be right, I have to be 100% right. And it's just not true. And I know a lot of people is going to make them uncomfortable. I do not agree with gender-specific meetings or any special interest meetings. I, I really don't personally believe they're within the traditions at all, and that was hard for me to come to that understanding. Uh, it was not easy for me to put my own beliefs and ego aside on that one and, and admit what the traditionalists, the traditions were telling us and, and, and actually see why it did need to be like that. Um, but at the same time, that does not mean that, that a, a group who is a special interest meeting can't, can't still put principles before personalities. Uh, with regard to any other issue, and, and in fact, that might be the answer. That might be what actually brings that group around, practicing principles before personalities and, and, and practicing true group conscience may eventually bring that group around to, oh, my goodness, why are we a special interest group? We're, we're, we're trying to follow these traditions, and we're doing a good job everywhere but here. That might actually be the answer is to not, for me to be able to put principles before, but that doesn't mean I have to attend those meetings. doesn't mean I have to... to, to to have my support coerced and, and support them, uh, but it does mean that if I let them exist and, and do their own thing, they may they may actually uh, you know come around to the very way I did when I was being told that my opinion was wrong on this issue. I wasn't being browbeaten, uh, you know. I was able to have a discussion with an addict who was able to, to present these things in a loving manner and, and just say, brother, here's, here's what the traditions say. Uh, I'm not even telling you my opinion. You know, I, you, you know, you're telling me why it needs to be this way. I'm, I'm just telling you what's in the traditions. It's not for me to decide. Look, I couldn't argue with that. And, and as soon as I was able to open my mind to that, it was like, wow. And again, it came to me putting principles before my personality, not his, not anybody else's. Uh, and so again, yeah, like I, I think I'm. What I'm really trying to do is, is apologize for my position here that, you know, these groups can be within the traditions and place principles before personalities in other affairs. Um, but yeah, it, it, at the core, I do not believe that, that gender-specific meetings or any special interest meetings are 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 within the traditions uh, and are placing principles before personalities. I, but at the same time, that doesn't mean they can't get there or that they can't. 
they still can't practice that. Uh, and if that sounds like a wishy-washy answer, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not going to um, – I'm just not going to use that black and white thinking. I mean, I just did. I apologize for my position. Fuck that. That's just my understanding of the traditions, and feel free to disagree. The floor is open. Thank you, Job. I'm back, whatever. Oh, I think the simplest way to to answer this question is no. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> it, it, is, it is actually it is actually impossible for a group to be practicing principles before personalities um, and have gender-specific meetings. And when I say that, you know, does that mean that I can say that they're not an A? No, I can't. I mean, our, our traditions our traditions uh, um, give us the freedom to be wrong, you know. Um, can I not support those meetings because I don't believe that they're within our traditions? Yes. Can I choose to not go to those meetings because I choose not to support something that I believe is outside of our traditions? Yes. Can I go into their meeting and tell them they're not NA? I don't believe that's the right thing to do. <laughs> you know, um, you know, it, it's uh, basically, you know, the gender-specific meeting or even if it's not gender, if it's anything that separates us, anything that goes against anonymity, if we choose to put that before the principle of anonymity, we have gone against every single tradition we have. You know, if we choose to put that because we say, well, there's this one addict, and, and if we help this one addict, you might help one addict, but you might also help, you might also hurt a lot of other addicts, you know, um, you know, and, and how how does that go? Well, I mean, you look at it in our uh, our fellowship. There are a lot of um, a lot of meetings that are against anonymity, and how has that affected our fellowship as a whole? It, it really has affected our fellowship as a whole because a lot of people don't understand to put principles before personalities instead of um, understanding that, you know, our traditions truly are what help us to bring unity together. Instead of that, people get told that they're not creating unity by, by talking against it. Instead, people are told, you know, that, uh, um, that we're causing disunity by, by standing up for the principle of anonymity. You know, that's a bunch of people basing things off of their ego and off of their their pride and their hurt. You know, and I and how do I know? Because I've done it. You know, exactly like you shared. You know, I, um, the only reason that I know these things is because I've done it. You know, um, and that's really how I believe we learn our traditions best is. Um, by growing and learning from the things that we've done wrong and, and doing some actual step work on it and seeing how have I hurt the fellowship of narcotics and I'm with, you know, because um, I can, I can tell you specifically that, you know, myself, I've, I've uh, done things I have meant for the fellowship of narcotics and I'm with for because of how I let my ego get in the way of 
of the principles of the program. You know, and uh, and I'm still not perfect by about it by any means. I still have things that uh, come up on a on a regular basis, and uh, the good thing is that uh, today I can recognize it when it happens a lot of times. Or thankfully, I have people that point it out to me right away when it happens. And uh, amazingly, I can actually listen to them instead of uh, getting offended by it and instead of uh, um, letting my ego run the show once again. You know, um, so long-winded answer just to say two letters. No, that's <laughs> like that. <laughs> actually, at least you got to the your point at the beginning. Yeah. You know. I tend to meander and then go to the, the finally make the point. You you know you make the point and then expound upon it, which is probably far more effective. Uh, I was just thinking though, as you were talking, I didn't even feel like you were being that long-winded. I was thinking, oh, what a beautiful one-two punch this is today. I meander and, and stumble all over myself, and then Eric uh, either breaks it down to a sentence or a word. Um, <laughs> it's like. Uh, yeah, I, I I liked what you were saying too about um, I I can't even paraphrase it, but but uh, if, if I could you know even maybe reframe things, it, it, it's like this. Um, say there's a group that is uh, is Bill likes to put it for gay one armed bikers or something like this. So here's the gay one armed biker group, and uh, they're in the same area and on the same schedule as this traditionalist group that doesn't use any NAS literature and only uses stuff that uh, is written in true group conscience. Uh, a lot of times uh, stuff that predates the fourth, uh, fourth edition of, of the basic text and was probably written after, and then other stuff that's probably written after 2014 with the literature movement. Uh, one group is the gay one armed bikers. They're, they're NAS literature only, and then there's this group here that it doesn't believe special interest groups are, are with inside, and they're on they're on the same meeting schedule. And the gay one armed biker meeting, they may not want to support this uh, meeting that that does the the quote unquote illicit literature. And the traditionalist meeting, uh, their members may not want to support the the gay one armed biker meeting that only does the Nas literature. Uh, and that's fine. Um, do we not support the addicts who are in those meetings? That, that doesn't mean we you know we don't. But but here's the deal. The, it, we, we can be on the same schedule. We can be in the same area. Um, we cannot believe that what the other group is doing is right. We can even lovingly state our opinions when we start calling for the, that's what you said, Eric. Can I say this group is not NA? When we start calling for this group is not narcotics and arms, we need to take this group off the schedule. As much as the group that I belong to may disagree with what another group is doing, the last thing we should be doing is. is calling for them to be removed from an area scheduler. This group is not Narcotics Anonymous. Um, you know, and it, it, it's, uh, I think that that's, uh, I think we have common ground on, on most stuff we were talking about anyway, but I, I think that is definitely the common ground uh, what, between what we're saying, and please correct me if I'm wrong, Eric, um, but, you know, that it, it, it's as simple as that. It is, it's, it's about education, not this. Um, your group is not NA. We don't have the authority to tell you that, even if we don't believe that's what NA is. Um, and and I'll, I'll be so bold as to say, do I personally believe? You know, if if I was the king of NA, and thank God there's not a king of NA, uh, would special interest groups be NA? I would I would say no. But that that's not the truth. It, it, 
it's not within my authority to say that. And like you said, we have the right to be wrong. Uh, we, we forget that about the traditions all the time. And, and I love that we have the right to be wrong because uh, if, if I couldn't be a member of NA by being wrong, there'd be very few days that I am a member of NA, uh, number one. And if, if the groups that I have belonged to over the years uh, couldn't be NA because we were wrong or outside the traditions, even the traditionalist group, uh, you know, the Alive and Free Home group, uh, there would be times that we could not be part of NA because we got it wrong. We we have to have the ability to be wrong. Uh, and it, it to me, that's a, a beautiful thing that we can be wrong. And that's, again, right back to the crux of this tradition, this principle before personalities, this this anonymity. Uh, it's not about your group isn't practicing principles before personalities. It's about your group has the right to be wrong if my group disagrees. Yeah, there I go, man. I, I thought I was going to be real short and succinct. I think I'm incapable of that. I think that's one of my character defects. Back to the floor, or Eric, if you want to correct anything I said with regard to where we agree with each other, because I don't want to speak for you. Jared, I'm an act. Oh, who wants to go first? I want to just chime in on something. Uh, I also agree with you guys on uh, not only lines of traditions, but something that like we read all the time. Uh, it is said in the What is Narcotics Anonymous program reading uh, that we're a society of men and women. And uh, <clears throat> that's where, like, my own personal belief is that when we have those individual sex meetings, like, yes, not only is it buying the traditions, but that's not what the Narcotics Anonymous program truly is about. It's about a society, not one sex or the other. And don't get me twisted because my experience, I've gone to those same-sex meetings, but what I've seen to find out of them is me still wanting to react off my personalities and uh, not work off the principles because the things that I was sharing in those meetings, guess what? I wouldn't be able to go up to the opposite sex and actually work a program towards that opposite sex. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not trying to sit here bash. I'm just bringing up my own personal experience that anything that I shared in those same-sex ones, yes, like... I'm able to share about it, but a lot of times it's that ego working off me, that self-righteousness, that uh, everything that our principles are not about. Um, that's just my own experience. Uh, other people may have other experiences, but I just seem to know that once we bring that division, a lot of times it's reverting off of things that our program is not uh, wanting us to become. We're still reacting off our old ways. That's all I want to share. Thanks, Jared. And uh, Eric, you sound like you wanted to uh, you know, respond to what I'd asked. I, I actually was just going to say I hope more people join in. You know, <laughs> Jared uh, helped out with that before I even said anything. So. Oh, right on. <laughs> yeah, um, nobody else has got anything to chime in on this. I, uh, what I was talking before, I cut it short because I wanted to let other people joining in. I was getting long wouldn't I? I'm sure I've told this story before, but when, when the group that I belong to uh, moved um, into the, I'm just going to say it, because it, it's not anything that's uh, condemning of, of the area and region. When we moved into the Utah region, and specifically the central uh, Utah area, um, the, the name of the group uh, was uh, the Alive and Free Nomads group of Narcotics Anonymous. We had been in this was the third state we had been in. Um, 
And it, it wasn't uh, just my wife and I. There were three addicts who, who moved this thing across the country at one point. Um, uh, at any rate, we came to Utah, and, and we went to the first area meeting that we had attended as a home group and, and let them know, hey, we're here. Uh, they asked us if we wanted uh, membership in the area. We're applying for membership in the area. We told them no. Um, we, uh, we're here to share information. We... Uh, you know we're um, we're here to share information with you, but but as long as you're operating under the concepts and part of the non structure, we, we can't be a part of that. But that doesn't mean we're against you. We want to be here and and be supportive of of you carrying the message and and, and us blah blah blah. Anyway, they asked, um, uh, do you uh, so you're you're not a member of you don't want to be you so you're not part of the Central Utah area. And we explained to them, no, we're part of the central Utah area of Narcotics Anonymous, um, this group of home groups. We're, we're definitely part of that. We are not part of the service structure uh, that, that, uh, that serves those groups. We're not joining the, the corporate structure, but, but we're definitely a group of Narcotics Anonymous that exists within this geography. Uh, and explain to them the difference. And then they, they, their next question was, well, do you want to be on the schedule? Well, yeah, in, in my response, I was, we, our group had discussed this. I was actually there representing our group. Uh, and, uh, you know, the response I gave them was, we would love to be on your schedule. Um, however, we realized that uh, there are groups who don't agree with our position on literature. And, uh, we, you know, we, we're not here to force that. You know, we'd love to be on your schedule, but we understand if you don't want to put us on the schedule. And an addict, too, I believe at the time he disagreed with our position on literature. I, I think he did. I'm, I'm pretty sure he doesn't today, and it doesn't even matter. Uh, but he said, hey, this would be a violation of the traditions for us not to put you on the schedule. And and I said, the, well, how so? And he said, uh, and I think it was really his that, that made it so there was no discussion or debate on this, what he said, you know. He, he talked about... Uh, the, the traditions and uh, the tradition five, and it's our responsibility as home groups to carry the message to addicts. He said, it doesn't matter that we don't agree with what your group is doing. He said, you're, you're a group that, that calls yourself Narcotics Anonymous that is trying to bring recovery to people, basically. And I'm paraphrasing him, obviously. I can't remember his exact quotes, but it's his point where you're, you're trying to bring recovery to to people uh, through the 12 steps of Narcotics Anonymous, your Narcotics Anonymous meeting, just because we disagree with you, said if, if, if we as home groups said we're not going to make other people aware that there's this uh, other meeting here in Utah County, he said we're violating the traditions by not doing everything we can to, 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 to carry that message. And so here were groups who I know a number of them at the time disagreed with us, and they were like, hey, we don't have to agree with you to put you on the, the, the meeting schedule and to to be supportive in that way. It didn't mean that everybody was going to come to our meeting and support it, but it did mean that they were going to let it be known that we were there uh, and that recovery through the 12 steps of Narcotics Anonymous was available through our meeting. God damn it. And that, again, I, I'm going to learn how to say things in, in half or a quarter of the time eventually one of these days. Um, anyway, I'm going to throw this back to the, the rest of you all. Um, we are coming up on an hour. I, I think we'll, we'll want to end it with these two questions, but uh, I, I do want to open it back up on either one of these questions that, that we've just dealt with. If anybody has anything else to say or wants to add to the the convolution that I just put out there again. 
Anybody? I I was just going to say we should probably do another question because I, I don't think we started until about uh, 40 minutes, or no, how long into the call was it? it was uh, I think we started roughly about 15 after. We're coming up on an hour of recording time. Um, oh, okay. Let me look. Yeah, I'm not as concerned with how long the podcast goes. Usually it's just uh, I hate for this to be an issue, but... Uh, yeah, I've got bills to pay and stuff I have to actually do today. Um, <laughs> well, Sunday has not been an ideal day for me for a long time, but but I'm, we we stick with it because that's a lot easier to stick with it than to change it, you know. And it can be right. everybody else. Um, let's see. Oh man, I'm so bad with technology. I'm. Uh, it, it it works good with the CDs and stuff too if we keep it under an hour. Is what I've noticed. My so, phone is saying one hour and twelve minutes. Okay, I, I forget. My phone, <clears throat> excuse me, my phone is showing an hour and 12 minutes and 12 seconds right now. Right, but yeah, that's when we first got on the line. We don't yeah, know I'm showing an hour and I'm showing an hour and 20, and I'm almost positive that uh, we didn't start this. We started somewhere between 15 and 20 minutes. Anyway, um, it, it, you know, I, I'm going to open it back up because, uh, and I'm not going to edit this, but. Uh, I, I don't want to have a bunch of discussion <laughs> on the end of uh, the technical way, but uh, I'm not. Also, I'm too lazy to edit it out. So, does anybody have anything they want to add on any of this before we wrap it up? Oh, please don't let my stuff be the last. We need something more profound and succinct than my rambling to be the, the end of this. Somebody's got to have a thought that's in their head. Say it. It's got to be better than me. I just want to say that I'm very grateful that we had this opportunity today. And, uh, you know, I, I've missed these podcasts. That's, uh, you know, so uh, th thank you all for everybody that participated. And, uh, you know, it, it really is, uh, it, this really helps out my recovery. And, and so and I hope it helps others. So that's all I got. Thank you. I think that's a perfect way to end it. So you've been listening to Autonomous Unity on the Solidarity with Autonomy Network. Uh, we will be posting on uh, the Radio Free Group, which is now at groups.io, uh, when the next podcast will be. Uh, we'll uh, have some discussion and come to that very shortly. I just need to coordinate that with uh, my work and uh, religious schedule. Um, but uh, we will be very shortly posting when the next podcast will be and how you can participate in that if you would like to. Uh, again, thank you to everybody who listened and especially those of you who participated.